I'm a hard-working man. Working man. Good morning, Houston. It's time for the sport of home improvement. I can ride rope, a hammer and paint, do things with my hands that most men can't. I'm a hard-working man. Welcome to Home Show Radio. Save money, save time with Houston's home improvement leader for 36 years. Here's Tom Tynan. And I am here. Tom Tynan, for the next three hours, call me 281-833-3333, like the beginning of every show. We have all open lines, so if you call in, we'll get right to you and send you on your way. And I hope it's on a good way, and you'll have a good day. There, I made a poet today. That will not be the theme, by the way. It's too, it's, it's not the Gutfeld show. It's too difficult. You have to pre-plan that stuff. 281-833-3333, and we will talk. Switch gears a little bit. Hurricane's happening right now. Not here. So that, that would be a good thing for us not to, uh, to uh, thank, thank whoever you want to thank that we don't have a hurricane. But a Cat 4 is going right into San Diego and L.A. That is so unusual for a hurricane to turn north on the Pacific Ocean like that. But they are being hit today, and uh, hopefully everybody will survive fine. Uh, it's going to be, it's already inland or hitting inland, so it should calm down pretty quickly. But they de- definitely need rain everywhere, almost everywhere in the country. Not everywhere, but almost. And it's a good cleanse. But uh, yeah, you never know. That's But the beauty about hurricanes is they've had, uh, and this is for the, I always like to direct things to people who've never been through a hurricane. The last hurricane we had here that hit really directly and, and whatnot. Uh, hurricane Harvey doesn't really count, although it, it, the devastation was horrible because it turned into a tropical storm but the last hurricane that blew through quickly and did quite a bit of damage especially on the coast was ike and one of the things about hurricanes that you don't get with earthquakes you don't get with tsunamis uh goodness the wildfires let's see what just happened in hawaii with that one and the people wouldn't turn the water on for environmental reasons what's up with that any, they got a lot of water around the island. I mean, they got something to put a fire out with. That didn't make any, I, none of that rings like it makes any sense to me. Something else is going on. Uh, anyhow, uh, a hurricane, you have time to prepare. We're always should be about three quarters of the way prepared, which means, you know, just things in your home. You know, if, if you had no power and no access out on the street for four or five days and you had to hunker down as, as, uh, Judge Emmett used to say, who was, I've met him several times, got to interview him on the show. Nice guy. Uh, it's, you, you're always ready for that. And you have time to prepare. It's the people that just ignore it is, is what the problem is. So with hurricanes, you have that. Do, are we going to get one? I don't know. But LA didn't know either. LA didn't know until, or, and San Diego, by the way, which they're close, but one hits, hit first and San Diego probably, I suspect is going to get the worst of it, but we'll see. Uh, they didn't know until, I want to say three days ago, maybe four, when people uh, saw how it was going to turn and started warning people. So you do get some time. And if you just not are not prepared, you still have enough time to get in your car and just leave. Because the worst thing you do is just lock up the house and go and then come back. And hopefully those squatters are in your house. But uh, then you, you, know, you get back to life and clean up what little mess you have or big mess, depends what it is. Anyway, it's amazing that uh, 
it happens so quickly. But at the same time, I think out of all the disasters, if you could pick one, and I've lived, I've been through an earthquake, which freaked me out. I'd never want to go through one again. That I was sleeping. I didn't know what was going to happen. I've never been through a tsunami, but just watching them on TV that one time, I think it was Indonesia, freaked me out. So I don't want to deal with that at all. Running away from a giant wall of water kind of, kind of reminds me of a very bad cartoon. Uh, but, and tornadoes. I, you know, we get little tornado offshoots from hurricanes, but they're small ones, so it's usually not too too deadly. But the big ones they get across the middle of the country, they have very little warning. The hurricane I'll take any day. You, I've lived in some, from Miami. I went through my very first, hur- first hurricane when I was four years old in Exeter, New Hampshire. But uh, all along the coast, uh, and that was very rare up there. But uh, all through Miami, my days there with Hurricane David, Andrew, those kind of things here. Uh, we've been through a lot. But the tropical storms, I want to tell you, are the worst for Houston because of the rain and the flooding. And they can go on for weeks at a time. When I say weeks, a couple weeks. Because what it is, it's kind of a low-level hurricane that sits on top of you and just keeps picking up water off the Gulf and dumping it on you until you just want to scream. You've had enough. Take me, good Lord. I've had enough of this stuff. And I can remember a few hurricanes like that. Let me think it was Alicia that really were tropical storms that were just annoying as could be. That's what they just don't go away. Uh, and for, for the last comment, and then we're going to get to Larry here on this break. Uh, most deaths are occurred with hurricanes inland, not on the coast. People have enough time and enough sense to get off the coast for the most part. You always get a few stubborn people, but, uh, what happens is, is they'll get inland and all these storms are still created and the tornadoes and the winds and the veracity of it going through so fast and they're not prepared to say, oh, I'm 100 miles away from the coast. But that's where most of the death and destruction is, plus the building codes and the preparation uh, part of it and the emergency management is not really prepared. They don't prepare themselves for it. So uh, talking to the head of the uh, hurricane center several years ago on the show, I think it was the same, uh, it was the disaster home show thing they had downtown that's when I talked to Judge Emmett, too. They were all guests on the show. Uh, they were telling me that, and I was I was amazed at that fact, that most people die 100 miles away from the coast than they do on the coast. So there's just some tidbits and letting you know, in case you don't watch the news, that right now we have a hurricane hitting the United States, and it is San Diego and L.A., so two very prominent, very big cities. And uh, I never thought about it till now, but uh, one city that has a huge homeless population, so where do you put them during a hurricane? That'll be interesting to see the aftermath of that and how bad they get hit. All right, call me, 281-833-3333. That's 281-833-3333. Before we go to our break, I want to talk to Larry. Larry, you're on Home Show Radio. Tom, I just have a quick question. A couple yes, of weeks sir. ago, you spoke to a person about some type of uh, window, not window unit, but a unit that you room that would help cool the temperature down exactly what was that i you broke off at the very beginning of your question uh you i was talking about what a unit uh, a spare unit that you can put into your hottest room in your house that I see. Help bring the temperature down. Yeah, that's those couple of words just broke off, Larry. So I just needed, and we're talking about air conditioning here. I realize that now. Uh, it's right. called a ductless split system. Ductless split system. Yeah, Mitsubishi Carrier. A lot of the manufacturers make them now, 
And what, what it's called is a head. You can buy the head that goes in the room. It, most of them mount on the wall in home, in, in home use. You can get them also that mount on the ceiling. And you have a remote control. And a little condensing unit goes outside. It's not near as big as the one you have for your central unit. And you can get them up to three tons or four tons or just to get a ton and a half for that matter or a one ton. Uh, and you can have sometimes they were, they can handle two or three heads throughout the house. So you can have the heads put it wherever you want. They don't take uh, any duct work at all. And with the remote control, you just turn them on. And all it does is add the capacity of tonnage to the house. And so that's who you you would, the way you would refer to it is a split ductless system. And then talk to your technician about it. Okay, thank you so much. I appreciate you taking my call. You're very welcome. They didn't exist here in the United States. Well, they existed in Europe. Europe has been using them for years. Hotels, they're not the same as a hotel. A hotel is a different unit that kind of goes midway in the wall where you have the outside and inside. It's all connected together in most hotels. The, you know, the Holiday Inns and the Howard Johnsons. You guys don't remember the real motels. Uh, but uh, those, those units still exist in a lot of them. Then you have the, the little vertical units in, in some of the big building hotels. But uh, as far as that goes, and it's not a window unit. I do know I did some research on window units the other day, and they're not popular here in the Texas area, but they're still very popular in the Northeast because people don't have air conditioners in their home, and all they want to do is this cool one room, usually the room they sleep in, or the room that they watch TV in. Believe it or not, those are the two major rooms. I, I got a kick out of that. And so <clears throat> that's that's uh, still a popular item in many areas. You can buy them, but not too much here, but... There's still stores and 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 uh, repair places and stuff across the Northeast that that they they do still a very good business with those. All right, call me two eight one eight three three thirty three thirty three. Believe it or not, the high rises in New York City and stuff they still use a lot of window units too. And call me and we will talk. We have open lines. Baths of America is where you want to go when you're going to remodel your bathroom or your kitchen. Those are the two most remodeled rooms, and for good reason, in the country. First off, they're rooms that need to be updated. If you took a, a just a beautiful mansion from the 20s and you looked at the kitchen, the kitchen would be a very small room where they had uh, cooks and housekeepers and stuff, and they would all work in a very small little place. They're, they weren't impressive at all. Kitchens were sometimes even separated from the house back that long ago. So a kitchen today is so much different. It's It's the... The whole inside the heart of the home, I guess you might say, and a bathroom. And one day it was very utilitarian. It went from an outhouse to a little tiny room in your home, and that was it. You tiled it, you could hose it down, and you did what you did in there. Today it's a whole different world. So home, old homes are beautiful, but the bathrooms and kitchens always have to be upgraded. I would say a good upgrade uh, turnaround time is somewhere between a 20 and 30 year period to keep it updated with the latest and greatest. And boy, are they. I I went to the Baths of America showroom. I haven't remodeled a kitchen in a long time. I went and I and I've been out of the building business for about twelve years now, and I haven't sat you know sat with clients and had them go look at stuff and we install these fantastic appliances and things. But it makes it look like the old old stuff compared to what they have today. And the only way to know what's out there available to you is to go see it. But where do you go see it? You can go online and, and look at pictures. But go to Baths of America showroom over by the Galleria. All the information is on their on their website. I'll give you that in a minute. But you'll be able to touch it, feel it, even use it. Sometimes they have 
they they do cooking uh, demonstrations and stuff in there. It's, it's very cool, but the appliances today are something else. And you can get an appliance for everything from um, coffee makers to pancake makers to anything you want. You'll you'll see when you go in there. I said, really? And they're like drawers they pull out with the wood front, and all of a sudden you have a pizza oven right there, and you, it, it's just it's something else. So you can see that. Plus, bathroom fixtures. You think a toilet's a toilet? Nuh-uh. Go to our website and see some of the videos we've done just to show you, give you a taste, you know, in a weird way, uh, about toilets and, and appliances and the showers and the steam showers and all the different things. You see it all at Baths of America. And here, here's what makes them and sets them apart, which I like, which is the reason they're a certified home show pro, is the way they service their clients. And just to give you an example on a warranty call, how many times have you got gone to a home improvement store, bought a fridge, refrigerator, it goes bad, you call that store and they say, sorry, we don't do take care of that. You'll have to call the manufacturer if there's any problems. Uh, hey, that's that right there is a, is a snuff. It's just not helping you. You're, you. You spent your money with them, yet they say, hey, we don't, it's not our problem. It's your problem now. That's not right. With Baths of America, you have a refrigerator, you have a, an appliance of some kind, you have some kind of problem, they want to service it. They also want to install it. They want to make sure that everything is just right. And they will call the manufacturer, and they will set up the service warranty work. They might even do it themselves. I don't know. It depends what it is. But they are going to make sure their clients are always taken care of. That's that extra step that sets them apart from all the other places. It's not... It's their problem now, not somebody else's, and I like that because they're there for you. Baths of America, find out more about it at homeshowradio.com. Take a look at the videos we have for them. See the different options you have, just a little bit of it, and then if you're real serious and you're really doing a remodel, go see them, and you can get their contact information right there at their website. All you do is go to homeshowradio.com and hit Baths of America, B-O-A, and boom, you'll go right to it. It doesn't cost anything. And it might, you might like it, you might not, but at least you went and you visited it and it, it's free. That's Baz of America. You work hard for your money. Choose professionals who do the same. Choose experts who've earned Tom's trust. Certified home show pros. Arcosa Crush Concrete, formerly Cherry Companies. Paying you for recycling your concrete and asphalt while making Houston a greener place every day. TDT and the E-Pipe System. Why repipe when you can restore? Get better than new in-place pipe repair. McGrath Pest Control, the only pest control you'll ever need because they think like a bug. Find Tom's directory of trusted home show pros anytime for any project at homeshowradio.com. Now more Home Show Radio with Tom Tynan. Call me, 281-833-3333, and we will talk on this hot weekend with no rain. It's amazing. I, I was I was in Houston last weekend. I'm not there today. I'm down in Brownsville. I go back and forth, and Houston's my home, so I, I can't. I always love it when I go there. I'll be there not this weekend, but next weekend. Is that right? No, not next weekend. Uh, Labor Day weekend. We'll be hanging out there, and uh, I couldn't believe it was hotter in Houston than in Brownsville. Oh, goodness. It is hot. So keep the keep the water going on the plants. I know it's it's a lot of money for the water, but if you can do it, it's worth it to save your plants, make them stress free, that kind of thing. Two eight one, and I'm not a plant guy. I mean, I'm not a. This is not a plant show. I'm just 
I know the water bill is going to be huge for August. 281-833-3333. When I was there uh, watching the local news, I think Katie was starting to have a water ration. Uh, so anyway, be careful. And be careful in your cars. It's hot in those cars. Car parts are melting now. That's very odd. I've never seen that in my entire life that a car part would melt. Darcy, you are on Home Show Radio. Hi, Tom. Um, I'm originally from Canada, but I've been down here for about five years, and I come from a family of uh, home builders, and I'm looking to build um, my own home, and then kind of I want to continue, like, you know, get into home building after that, but I'm kind of worried about, like, not knowing the, uh, like, the permit process and the approvals and stuff like that, and I'm wondering, like, how should I kind of go about doing that? Should I try and, like, maybe partner with a current home builder, or should I try and, like, hire someone that knows that type of stuff or what can you recommend kind of to to avoid problems you've got to learn it and the only way to learn it is to do it Uh, the only place you need permits are in the cities and municipalities in texas and counties and stuff there really isn't any it's a very loose uh, uh system here in texas where most stuff built has no permitting at all. If you build in the city of Houston, then you would go down to the building department, and you can just talk to them and say, if you're going to build primarily in the city of Houston, you would go down there and get their handouts. They'll give you handouts about what's required to pull a permit. Uh, homeowners pull permits all the time, so, so do builders, and you'll know what the timeline is. You'll know what they'll requ- request and require, and you just learn that way. You just go down and talk to them. I uh, so it would be the same thing in Baytown? Yes. Every municipality will have their own building department and building requirements. When you get on coastal counties, you're going to have to deal with the wind and storm also. Yeah, okay. So yeah, I, I know when I looked into much other homes, they told me about that. Yes. So you have a couple of entities you'll have to deal with. And whoever designs the home hopefully will make sure that all the drawings and, and things, all the requirements are met. So you just have to take it down and... Uh, you know, make sure that, that they okay it and, and make sure you go through the inspection process. They'll give you a checklist. It's easy enough to do that. Right. Do you have any uh, designers that you recommend locally? I don't. No, I so don't. I've been out of the business for four years now. I, could, I couldn't tell you right now. All right. Thanks for all your help. I just want to add there are also companies that will pull permits for you. But to me, if it's a smaller Baytown, Galveston, things like that, I knew David Ewald, the head of the building department, or one of the guys there. I don't know what his title was during all the years. He was there 40 years. Uh, And he just retired. In fact, he wrote me a nice note when he retired. And it's good to get to know people if you're actually going to do it for a living. So don't be afraid to go down and talk to people and just introduce yourself. Look at the chaos. If there is now, when I say chaos, you probably won't see it at Galveston. Uh, it'd probably go in to people high, you know, just trying to find someone to talk to you would be the biggest issue because they're all behind. Everybody likes to get behind desks and hide. Uh, but, and I don't mean that specifically for Galveston. I haven't been down there in a long time as far as pulling a permit. But, and I always had David to help me. Uh, but as far as going like city of Houston, that can be rather overwhelming because they have permits for all kinds of stuff. So you'll get different lines and, but there, there's handouts and stuff and they're, they want to be helpful. They just get overwhelmed. So, and it changes, things change all the time. Every mayor that comes in, things will change sometimes. I remember, I can't remember the guy's name, the mayor Connell or something like that. He went in, he changed the whole building department and made it easy because he was a prior builder. But then when other mayors came back in, they, they changed it back to the chaotic part for a while. And I'm not sure what it's like now. 
But every municipality in Texas, Texas is a weird state. It's against the law to enforce building codes if you don't have a municipality to enforce them. And the reason is, is because you can't just voluntarily enforce them. You can voluntarily follow them if you want, but you'll have to pick your own codes. And there's several. There's the uniform building code, the standard building code. And then you have windstorm restrictions, which would be an independent engineer uh, design, which doesn't necessarily sit in a code book. If you had if, the, if you had all the answers in there, you wouldn't need engineers. So there's there's a lot of different codes, and you have the National Electric Code, the National Plumbing Code, uh, whatever. You got a bunch of them. If you ever want to, if you really have a hard time sleeping, I know you get CPAC machines and and pills, but just start reading a code book. You'll be asleep in about eight minutes. It's, it's just really boring stuff. And read every word, okay? And then you uh, and you fall right to sleep. But as far as that goes, the reason they don't enforce it is because there's no one to follow up on it. It costs money to have a building department. Building inspectors get paid salaries. They have building offices. They've got support staff. So it's quite the operation, and they need the money to pay for it. So you're going to be dealing with those kind of things when it comes to uh, permits. I will tell you this right now, not a good time to go into the home building business. Interest rates, as soon as they hit, and they are going to, they're predicting 8% now is going to shut the home building business and buying business down to just about nothing. You'll have, it's it's going to have to be a cash business pretty soon. It seems kind of funny that 8% would be like the cutoff and they're just predicting it's just going to go flat and it's going to happen. It's just the way that uh, our feds are, are taking care of the money and the federal government right now is running. Uh, they don't seem to understand how this works, but uh, buying homes at 8% is really going to hurt people. The, Interest is so huge on it, on your monthly payment. It'll take you forever. And a 30-year mortgage, I mean, you have to have a 50-year mortgage to keep payments in line, and they're not going to do that. So go to see that. But I can remember at the same time, and it was different, but it was the same. Uh, back right after uh, we got out in the 80s, in the mid-80s, we were, I paid 10.25% for my first house. Uh, on the mortgage rate, and the house was ninety-eight thousand dollars. Right now, that house is worth about four hundred. So there's the the bump up of prices over the years. That was thirty thirty-one, no, thirty-five years ago. Excuse me, it'll be thirty-five years this month. Actually, it was when I bought my first house. I had to think of my oldest son's age because he he was born in the house just a f- few weeks after we moved in. Uh, but as, as far as that goes. It's it's really hard. Being in the building business right now is not a great thing. Being in the remodeling business might not be bad. There's a there's a joke that builders go and go into the remodeling business, and it is it's it's a running joke. Or if there's no work on the north side of town, just go to the south side of town. Houston's so big, but I want everybody to also be very careful because what it does is it leads a lot of people in the remodeling business that don't really have the experience or they're not set up to do it. They think they can and they're hungry. They want to. But it puts them in other parts of the business and the roofing end and painting and repair and all this that they really are not well-schooled in that kind of service work. Service work is a real art, and remodeling is a service work. So be careful when you're hiring people. Try to get people with a track record that's been in the business, not because they have to be, but because they've wanted to be all these years. Aquatex, talking about water earlier, will take care of all of your water needs when it comes to filters some houses need whole house filters. I have one on one property I have because the water delivery is so bad just to protect the water softener. We put a very, not a big one. It's just a sediment filter on there to keep the sediment out of the water softener. 
So my water softener, the Connecticut water softener I have, and this all was Aquatex, can do its job without breaking down because it's expensive to get things fixed. And sometimes things can't be fixed. you got to buy a new one, so I don't want that. And with theirs, they will usually fix it. And it comes with a good, strong warranty, so they know, Tom, we have to put this filter on here to protect. I said, yeah, of course. It was not that expensive. And then, of course, you have your K5 drinking water station in your home because you always want to be prepared with water. Now, let's go to the hurricane scenario I talked about at the beginning of the show. We have a hurricane come through, San Diego and L.A. right now. They're going to get hit, or they are, might be right at this minute from what I saw when I, before I came on. The water, they'll tell people, okay, boil water, don't drink the water, be careful with the water, all that stuff. It'll keep pumping, but chances are it's not going to be good quality. But with a K5 drinking water station, you have drinking water, you have water for coffee, you have water for cooking. You don't have to worry that much about it because the reverse osmosis is the best filter you're going to get. And that's what a K5 is. It, in some ways, unless they got really bad bacteria in there, and it's even going to take that out. You just shouldn't have a problem. I never have. We've never worried about having to put buckets of water in the house, except if I have a pool, we'll just take a bucket and flush a toilet. But we always have water. I've never lost water in any hurricane I've ever been in in my 65 years of walking this earth. And I've been through a bunch of them because all the places I've always lived was always hurricane areas. And so you just want a good filter system to protect your home. And that can be from anything that goes down line. It doesn't have to be a hurricane. It can just be you've heard of, of water boil stuff come up because water is contaminated. Water has chemicals that got spilled in there by accident. They have to clean it up. Water, the treatment plants have gone down, and they're not doing what they're supposed to do because they're so old. It happens. And so what you do is you take charge of the water for you and your family at your house with a call to Aquatex. Aquatex, give them a call at 281-331-7777. That's 281-331-7777. And take charge of the water at your home. Don't let uh, your family down. That's a good uh, investment for you to make sure that everybody has good quality water all the time. Got a question. Ask Tom on Home Show Radio. Hi, how's the very formative Tom? Thanks, man. I love your show. Home Show Radio. And I thank you so much for your wonderful show. Home Show Radio. Two eight one eight three three thirty three thirty three. Call me, and we will talk. We'll be with you until twelve today. Tomorrow from 8 to 11, right here on Sports Radio 610. Let's talk to Larry. Larry, you're on Home Show Radio. Yeah, Tom. Uh, I talked to you last week. I uh, had a problem with uh, uh, four thermostats. wouldn't uh, uh, set the uh, air condition. I remember. Yeah. And uh, I called AirTech, and uh, they came out, and uh, they got it going. They had to put in a... A capacitor and a kickstart. Was that it? And, yeah. <laughs> really? And All I, this thermostat stuff that, we were dealing with? You. I, I hope that's right because uh, it's uh, trying to solve the problem. Well, then that's the problem. Capacitors go all the time, and, and that's the first thing these guys check on these. Well, not with the first thing, but it's one of the major things they check right now because capacitors are dying left and right right now. But the... Uh, the kickstart is just an additive, uh, additive feature to it. 
Yeah, they some units they just uh, start up easier, and if you're gonna put because if when a when a unit starts up hard, it it tears up the capacitor. So all that does is it makes everything less drastic or less uh, stressful on the rest of the electronic components. Well, so it's just a pre so pre it, it about that way. Yeah. But if that's yeah. all it was, then your unit just wasn't running properly. So they just needed but, to get uh, the, the the condensing unit up up and snuff and running. You know, it's uh, the it's it's about three thousand square foot. And yeah. It's a four ton two stage unit. It's only uh, four or five years old. So uh, what, what what did it cost? If you don't have to tell me, but was it expensive? Uh. Let's see, uh, right around $900 in yeah. yeah, for the for the trip ticket that's out there to do it. the whole diagnostic, that, that's it sure beats yeah, 50000 for a new unit. Uh, the the follow-up question is, uh, this past week, after all that was done, it's maintaining it uh, in the, the main big area at uh, 73 degrees, but in the bedroom, it doesn't maintain it. It maintains it until in the heat of the day, like three or four o'clock. Okay. And it creeps up two to three degrees only above what the set temperature in the master. And it stays that way until about two or three a.m. And then it cools back down. Is that indicating anything? Well, this is what it's telling me is it's super, super hot right now. We all know that. It's very unusual. And there's no relief. There's no cloud cover. They probably went through the whole unit, checked it all out, got it running to its maximum capability the way it's supposed to. So you've got some good results. Uh, It's still a little small for the house, probably. But at the same time, this should end here in a couple of weeks at the most and it's we should get right. down into more normal range temperatures so it's really going to be up to you a couple of degrees if you can if you can sit back and let it go i don't think there's anything wrong with the unit i think it's just the huge heat gain the big house the one unit the way it's set up and if we go back into normal range it's probably going to perform very well for you i suspect because of what they did and how they went through the whole unit to get it running right so I, I would probably, if it was me, I'd wait it out unless it's just totally uncomfortable. Yeah. But the other option is back to adding a second unit or a little, you know, a, a little bit more capacity with a ductless and and whatnot. But I don't know if I'd. I'm trying to get people not to overreact to this very hot weather that's right. been so unusual this year. Yeah, it's kind of unusual. It, it maintains the big family room, dining room area. It maintains that. If, if now that you've lived with it and you're seeing that, if you want to call them and say, hey, uh, you guys knew about it, I know about the unit, this is what's happening, maybe yeah. they can tweak it on the duck side. Yeah, on the, okay. Yeah. Uh, that, that very well. I don't think it's a, a unit problem. I think it could be a supply problem where it's just not getting the supply it needs into that one part of the house. Every house has different loads on it depending the time of day. And the north, south, east, west, the azimuth of the sun, the altitude of the sun. Uh, right. and, and the sun is changing drastically now where it's getting lower in the sky, not as high. And so it's it's probably just a load issue. And if, if you want to call them, I, if it's really bothering you, I would. I yeah. don't mind calling them back. I, I think uh, your unit needed a little TLC. And, and sometimes you have to kind of, 
you know, tweak it a little bit and sometimes troubleshoot right. it. And the only way to know is to live with it a, a week or two and, and put it through its paces like you would a car or anything else. Okay. And the last uh, thing was uh, they uh, uh, added as a future thing uh, uh, a, a surge protector. What's your thoughts on a home surge protector or just a single surge protector? Surge protectors are getting where even the National Electric Code is requiring them on all new homes, whole house surge protectors. Uh, we lived with them. I'm old, so I can't, you know, I, I have some history to me now. I can tell you I live my whole life without them. I've never had a surge issue. I've had some clients back in the past when uh, I was actively more in, in the building business that had them during construction, after construction, and, they, you know, you just never know. So it's not anything that's harmful. It's not going to hurt you or help you, but the one time that it's there that it protects you, you know, you, you almost don't know about it. But with the way the electricity is being delivered right now and the growth of Houston, I'm not going to say it's a bad idea. Could you live without it? Probably. Is it going to be save you someday? Maybe. Uh, is it a terrible expense or some kind of ripoff thing that you're not going to do any good at all? Not necessarily, no. Yeah. And then the, the the other thing he he noticed was uh, <clears throat> what about the condenser motor? What what is that? Uh, the fan motor? How can you t- tell it when uh, that needs to re- be replaced? Well, it shouldn't need to be replaced. Did they say it was a problem? No, uh, I'm thinking he said it, does the oil leak around the condenser motor? The oil will leak from the compressor. Not the condenser, but that should be under warranty if it's only five years old. If you have a, if you've got an oil leak on the condensing coil, that means there's a problem too. But your unit is so young, it should be under warranty. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. You should have a I, I you should I'm have a minimum of a ten year warranty for for something like that because that that's a little different. The capacitor, no, that's a little electronic uh, piece of equipment, but. Uh, your warranties will cover any kind of leaks and uh, on your condensing coil, or your or your compressor, which is part of the condensing unit, which is outside. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll give them a, a call this week and follow up with those two issues. And uh, yeah, I, I hope they, they treated you well and you like the service. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, very well. We well, it sounds like right they. Away. I thought it was going to be a lot worse. The you're what you're telling me is I'm glad you called them and I'm glad they found something with because capacitors. When I when when they come out and check mine and they say, "Hey, you got a weak capacitor. We don't know when it's going to go out." I say, "Just change it. I'll just pay the money. I just want the new capacitors in." It's like having a bald tire. Yeah, you get a few more miles. No, heck, no. Put a new tire on there. I don't yeah, want right, right. I don't want to break down the side of the road. So that's something I replace all the time because and a lot of the capacitors aren't made real well. So getting the American-made capacitors, just a little shout out for the United States. They are yeah. better capacitors. Okay, very good. Thanks again, Tom. Oh, thanks for giving me an update. I, I love that. It makes me know that uh, things are happening good for you. I appreciate it, Larry. 281-833-3333. And I do remember all the questions, by the way. You can call me back and say, hey, four weeks ago I talked to you about this. I won't remember your name. Uh, now now that he's told me, I remember his voice. I do. I have a thing about voices. I guess it's been in radio for 36 years. My goodness. I'm starting my 37th year in about five weeks. That's amazing. I never, I, I came on today. I said, I can't believe I'm still doing this and I want to do it for 10 more years. I don't, don't go, don't leave me, Houston. I need this. It keeps my mind sharp. It's, 
it's like uh, reciting things in the from the Masonic teachings. It just keeps your mind sharp. All right, TDT is a company I want you to call, especially talk to Vic if you're really perplexed, or any of the people over there. Gary, of course, too, the owner. Uh, if you have old galvanized pipes that are just bringing pinhole leaks, the water is all rusty, your water pressure is way down, you don't need to replumb re your home, repipe your home. In fact, if, it if, if I had a galvanized piped home, I don't, mine's copper, uh, I would do this. My mother had an old home that had galvanized pipe. And I used to tell her, Mom, let's get all your, because her water pressure was down and she would get rust spots. And, you know, when you get really old, she was in her 80s. She said, no, I don't want to do anything. Don't, I don't want people in my house. And, uh, you know, I said, well, you come live with me for a few days. No, I don't want to go to your house. I don't want to be bothered. You know how everybody says that when they get, and I don't blame them. So we never did it, but that's exactly what I would have done with my mom was have uh, TDD come in and just re uh, do the ACE Duraflow system. And just reline all the pipes. That's that's what needs to be done sometimes. And it's quick. It doesn't tear up your house. When you get back into your house, it's just like you left it. If you want to live through it, you can. Just You're going to have to bring some bottled water for a couple of days and, and find a way to shower. Go to the club or something if you own, if you own a membership and take a shower there like people do during hurricanes. Uh, that's what we did during, uh, I think it was Harvey. But anyway, it's always there for you. Uh, but you can, you know, to me, I would just take two days, three days at the, at the hotel and let them do their work and then come on back and just go back right to where you were. Although you have full water pressure, you have no more worries about pinhole leaks. You have no more problems with your pipes. Your pipes have a 10 year warranty uh, and a 75 year life expectancy, which I think is pretty good for anybody who owns a home in their 40s or 30s, 40s or 50s. That's usually when you buy a home right starting in the 30s. Uh, I bought my first one at 30 years old. So that's, you know, you can live a long time for 75 years on top of 30, probably won't live that long. So I think the pipes will be fine if you keep and stay in the house that long. It's a great way to go and it redoes all the pipes. You don't have that old pipe system hanging in the walls. You don't have painting and, and stuff you have to do because nothing matches right. It, it just, it, it's just a lot better and it's, it's a lot quicker, easier, and you can compare the prices. It's very comparable one way or the other. That's TDT. They're the only ones in town that can do it. So other people will badmouth it or kind of try to sway you into repiping. You know what? It's just because they can't offer it. If they could, oh, they would. TDT and the Ace Duraflow system. Find out more about it at homeshowradio.com. Now back to Home Show Radio with Tom Tynan. And this is Home Show Radio. Call me, 281-833-3333. Let's get to the callers. Let's talk to Rick. Rick, you're on Home Show Radio. Good morning, Tom. I have a Hi, problem Rick. that I've been meaning to call you about for a while. And yes, sir. I've never heard it on your show before. I've been listening for years. but Okay, well, I'm, I, I'm ready to hear this one. <laughs> okay, I, go. Yes. Well, it's, it's strange. I've never seen it before. But uh, I have a two-switch receptacle in my kitchen. It works, uh, the back patio light and the di dining room light. And it's, it's getting, it, it's like, looks like it's getting sucked into the wall, if that makes any sense. It's, it's all bowed and everything. I've taken the plate off. Everything looks good. And at one point, it looked like there was even some liquid 
like running down the wall by it. And there's doesn't show any signs of moisture or anything like that. And these are two switches. Each switch controls a different light? Correct. Okay. And you say the switch itself is bowing in? Yeah. <laughs> no, have no. You re- not have you, switch, have but... you thought about just replacing the switches? It sounds like they're getting hot. Maybe they the metal plates, uh, the metal uh, ears on it that are supposed to connect it, they just got hot and they kind of, because of the tension in the wire, who knows what, it, it just kind of bent, bowed in and bent. Mm, okay. So, I mean, you could take the switch out of, if you if you feel comfortable or have somebody do it or just replace the switches. That's probably all I do. And if, if, if for some reason the wall has moved a little bit or the box has moved, you can just uh, put a little uh, spacer on there and, and space them out so they're nice and flat. So when you put your cover plate on, they're, they're, they're tight and they're nice and flush with the plate. Okay. Well, it's all it sounds like that. to me. They could have gotten hot, and and maybe that switches go bad. So I'm I'm going to blame the switch. I'm not going to blame. I don't know what the water stuff is. So because there's no moisture in there, but maybe maybe it just started to get some condensate or something because it got hot in that box. All right. Well, well, that's as good an explanation as anything I could think of. That's if it was me out. and I saw something like that, because I'm real, I notice those things. I probably would go and replace both switches, and when they're running a while, I'd feel them to make sure they're not overheating. That's what I would do first. Then if I got, found something really odd, I'd call Right Touch Electrical, of course. But uh, um, I'm I think, way away from Houston. That, and that's fine. So I, I think if you did that, I, I have a feeling your switches are overheating. But that's only from an explanation on a radio show, so I can only do so much with that. Have you ever seen anything like that before? No, but I've seen weird things I've never mentioned to people before on the show that I can understand why it happened, but it does. <clears throat> Uh, so things happen all the time, but I do know that, uh, switches go bad and when they do, they start to overheat and then the wires start to get frazzled a little bit and then they'll sometimes come apart and quit working because they don't have the wire connections. Don't even get used very often. Well, you know, I mean, one of them works the back patio light and one works the dining room, uh, ceiling fan and light. That That doesn't mean they can't, they don't, they still have a switch always has power to it. Right, right. Well, so okay. I, I don't know, but that's that's the first thing I would do is put new switches in. I would make sure I got good tight wire connections, and then I would uh, make sure I, I set those switches so they're they're nice and flush with the wall, uh, or, or how they're they're sitting on that box. I don't know if the box moved a little bit or something and is stressing it and pulling it. And then I'd set my uh, cover plate on there so it's all nice and flush and everything is strong and it's not moving around. All and I right. think that's well, all I you have to do. That's what I would do. Well, thank you very much. You have a good weekend. All right, and thanks for listening, and I hope it works for you. And that is the first time I've heard that. He was absolutely right 100%. Just like I am 100% right only when I say this, James Hardy siding is the best siding for Houston. That one I can actually stand behind. It's not something I made up. I'm just kind of a, uh, a, a foghorn for it. I'm just <laughs> foghorn leghorn. I said, I said, son. All right, anyway. Uh, hardy siding does not rot, does not burn. Termites don't eat it. Uh, I say this stuff all the time. Can you imagine uh, what a, what a tragedy in Hawaii? And now we're getting more, the, the fact that they had the water turned off and wouldn't release water for the fire department just burns my, 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 my thing I sit on. And uh, can you imagine if hardy, if there was hardy siding in that fire, you could probably pull this hardy siding out of it. It doesn't burn. 
everything else around did. And so you're not going to save anything. But uh, <laughs> if you ever do have like a neighbor's house on fire or something and it has embers flowing off of it or somebody gets out of hand and a tree starts on fire from lightning or something, it's going to uh, fight that too. But that's not why you buy hardy siding. You buy hardy siding because for decades it'll fight back the weather. I I haven't, I've talked about hardy siding since about 1994. Nobody has called me and said, hey, I had to replace all my hardy. It just rotted. I've never had that call. Never had that. I used to have that vinyl siding. Oh, yeah, it all kind of curled up and split. Uh, wood, yeah, it all rotted. Press board, yeah, that stuff is a mess. Everything eventually got replaced, but not hardy. Once you put it on, I think it's going to stay as long. Brick will be replaced. I have to replace brick on my house because the the it finally lost its facing and all the inside kind of rotted out. So I have to call a brick repair company here in the next uh, 90 days. Uh, but Mahardi, no, it's fine. It's probably going to last longer than brick. It's impressive. Uh, but when you do put hardy siding on your home, you want to know about it because a lot of people say, what is that? They might have moved here. Maybe you'll know all about vinyl but not about the hardy Go to our website, homeshowradio.com, and then go to the Hardy website. It's the same website the, the contractors use, the certified pros use, to get all their information about connections and if there's any troubleshooting types of, of product that there is out there, how to cut it. It's all there for you. And you can also go to homeshowhardypros.com and find a certified uh, home show uh, installer. You can find an elite preferred installer from certified by the Hardy Corporation. They're all there, so you get the best of the best, so you get the best product, the best installers, and, of course, the best job. And the ones we have listed on there, they're turnkey. They'll do the whole job right down to the paint and everything else, and it holds paint for decades. I've painted my house once in 27 years now, just once, and i still got another 10 years easily to go, so it'll be just once in 27, 37 years, almost 40 years, I'll go without without getting my second paint job. That's because Hardy holds the paint. Just use good paint, all right? And, and a good installer like we refer to, refer you to, or you you know you can find at uh, homeshowhardypros.com, they only use good paint. So it's all about the product. It's all about the installer. It's all about homeshowhardypros.com. Now back to Home Show Radio with Tom Tyner. Let's get right back to the calls. Let's talk to Vic. Vic, you're on Home Show Radio. Yeah, I have a question. Um, I had a gas leak outside, and Centerpoint came and replaced the meter. And when the guy relit the pilot for the water heater, maybe he didn't do it right or something. Like, uh, it didn't light. or Maybe it went out, so I relit it. And then about two months later, the pilot went out again, and I relit it. And it's been okay for a few weeks, so I'm wondering if that means the thermocouple is slowly going bad or something? No, it does not. But I want to ask you a question. Is it in your attic? Yes. Okay, right now, pilot lights are going out. Now, the first thing, when he relit it, didn't go, and you had to relight it again, I think that was just a something that you just had to redo because it was all yeah. it had an air pocket in there or something because it was turned off and they replaced the meter. Uh, but as far as right now, because attics are so hot – that they're starving for oxygen and a lot of pilot lights for people, and I mean a lot, are going out. Uh, it's just because of the heat right now. So I think you're good. I think you're going to get through the summer okay, but I'm going to blame that one weird hot day 
where it was trying to get enough oxygen to stay lit and it just didn't have it for all it takes is a couple of seconds and then the flame is just going to go out. So I don't think you have a thermocouple problem at all. I think it was just normal because of this unusual, very hot summer. And I've had, we've had hot summers before I've been on the air and this has happened and it's happening now. So I want everybody to realize that it's just the nature of it. If it gets, happens all the time and you can't get it lit, then what people are doing are putting a, uh, ventilators near the water heater just like a little little tiny uh, uh slant back air hawk and what it does is it feeds a little air into the that area so that pilot light stays lit okay and when you relight the the, the pilot like i smell is it normal to smell a little gas just while it's sparking or? of course yeah it's, okay. un, it's unburned fuel not a problem and it, they put that egg smell that rotten egg smell in there so you smell it uh, but yeah, you're going to, you're going to smell a little gas. It's not so much, it's like a propane gas grill. I mean, you're going to, a little bit's going to go out before you get the thing lit. So it, it's not a problem at all. I don't think you have any problem at all. I think it was just a hot day and the thing decided to go out because you have so much time that it's staying on. It's working fine. Yeah. And one other question, do you recommend getting the surge protectors for the whole house? Like the ones in the breaker box? Cause like my in-laws, they got hit by lightning in their backyard and it, Basically, they lost their TVs, garage door opener, yes, some other stuff. Mold Here's my answer to that: surge protectors do not protect against lightning strikes. So, if you were doing it to protect again against a lightning strike, it's not going to happen. You're going to get if you get a lightning strike, you're going to have some damage somewhere. It's just it's just the way it is. Uh, what surge protectors are there for, and they're now required on new homes. You don't have to put them on old homes. We've been using them for over a hundred years without having them. Uh, they're putting them on new homes because it's just the new code and, and the electricians have to. But what that is protecting is surges from the power supplier. And that does happen in the big cities more so than it would in other areas, although it could happen or when a generator comes on or whatever. But uh, as far as lightning strikes, it's not. it would not have helped. Maybe it would have saved one TV out of something, but it, it's really not going to help a lot. Yeah, they're putting them on everything because of the the loads we're, we're going through, The especially in Houston. The, the, we have such a growth in Houston. You know, the center point does a wonderful job delivering the electricity, but there are some old parts of town where you get power surges. You, you, you get stuff that uh, that's hard to control. You get storms coming through that will cause uh, fluctuations. Uh, so, and you get very hot days where everybody's turning everything on at one time and it doesn't take a lot to cause that, but it's mainly to, uh, and, and uh, the other thing is, and I always forget to mention this, everything today has computer control boards as opposed to the old days. They didn't have it, so they never had problems, but you have a control board on an air conditioner. Now you have control boards on, on, air, uh, uh, even some water heaters, you've got control boards on all kinds of stuff. So. They're very delicate when it comes to power surges, so they are protected, and it's not a bad idea. But when I had my first house, there was no control boards in an air conditioner. We never had any problems with that. All right. Well, thank you. That's why much. we've been putting them on our computers one at a time. But now there's so much in the house, and they're just saying, hey, just put it on the whole house, and then they'll protect everything. So that's really what it's coming down to, although it's still good to uh, protect your expensive electronics individually, too. Okay. Yeah. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. No problem. And li- lightning is lightning. You're going to lightning. It'll just pass right through it. The lightning just jumps everything and keeps going. 
And I had a lightning strike on a house once that I was remodeling and uh, they were living in it. And everything that was on burned up. Everything that was switched off, it didn't pass the switch. So the TV that was on, they had to get a new TV. The lights that were on, they had to get new lights. Uh, but if it wasn't on, <laughs> everything was fine. So I guess if you have lightning, turn everything off and I don't know, and stay out of the shower. Texas Floors is a company you call when you want new floor covering in your home. Texas Floors is the can-do flooring store. Texas Floors has got all of the latest and greatest floor covering. And let me tell you, they've got some gorgeous stuff. You go to their, and usually I say, you know, shop at home and they'll shop at home with you. I'll get to that in a minute. But when you go to their design center and you see everything, Maybe for some of you, it'll be overwhelming. For me, I was picking out, I, oh, I want that one. Oh, yeah, that, that's a good one, too. Ooh, but I know what kind of floor I want. I just will have to sit down and, and tweak it down to the exact pattern and sheen and everything else. But those new thick uh, vinyl floors are, the luxury vinyls are, are something else. Blows all the old pergos and stuff that I still have in my home away. And this is just, uh, it just is nice. <laughs> I don't know what to say. It is nice. It's not the floor coverings. I used to say it's not the floor coverings you remember with your grandparents. Well, I'm at the age now where I could be a grandparent. So <laughs> it's not the floor covering that I had when I was a kid, right? It's it, Or even when I had my first house. It has really changed a lot, but I keep an open mind. I like it. Texas Floors is located up there, Barker Cypress and 290. So you can go see their uh, their beautiful showroom, their design center is what they like to call it. And if you want to shop at home and you have a great idea of what you want, then call them. They'll bring the samples. You do the final decision. They'll take the measurements, and it'll speed the project up tremendously. They'll be able to see all the furniture that has to move, and there's a lot involved in putting down floors. So Texas Floors. And if you have a warranty issue or something, they'll help you. They'll get the rep out. They'll get out there, and they want to make sure it's put down properly and if there, so your warranty stays intact. And once in a while, you get a bad batch. It just happens. So when you do, guess what? Even here at the at the home show studios, we had a bad batch once, and Texas Floors got the rep out. They got all new floors in, and it was all through Texas Floors, and it didn't cost uh, uh, home show studios a bit. And boom, it was done. They have it's up in the it's up in the conference room upstairs. Uh, it's not a conference room, more like a kitchen conference room. Anyway, it's nice, and the floor is beautiful, and it was all taken care of by Texas Floors. Take the guesswork out of your next project. Get advice from Tom. Then get help you can trust. Get an expert who meets Tom's standards. A certified home show pro. Trifection Kitchen and Bath. Bringing together form, function, and fit in every project. Kiss Generators. When the lights go out, know the power of a kiss. Rudy's Quality Painting. Two generations of experience and painting craftsmanship you can trust. Find Tom's directory of trusted home show pros anytime for any project at homeshowradio.com. Now, more home show radio with Tom Tynan. And we're going to close out this hour a little late on the first hour, which is not unusual for me. So, uh, <clears throat> when the calls come, I want to answer your questions. So, I want to take the time I can. We have no callers holding right now. So, what I'm going to tell you is this. Call me at 281-833-3333. So we're going to take a short little top of the hour break, play the song, and get right to your callers. You'll be the right to your calls. You'll be the first ones that will come up and we'll get you on your way. But if you have a question, call now. 281-833-3333. And we will talk today. A couple of things. It's really hot out. We talked about your 
just now the the pilot light in your air condition uh, in your water heaters you probably if you're going to experience that already will or have secondly your air conditioning systems some of them might not be working just quite right you can always get someone to come and check it uh like larry did one of our other callers this hour and what did he need? He needed a capacitor, and they put in a hard start kit. Very common practices to protect your unit and make your unit run. That was a lot different than him saying, hey, i got to go buy a whole new unit and end up spending tens of thousands of dollars, on more, a lot more than 10 for sure. He has a pretty big house. So always maintain your unit and spend a little to save a lot. It's just the way it is. You can do it with cars and everything else, but right now air conditioning is on the top of the list. Also, be prepared. We are not out of hurricane season in Houston. We are in the beginnings of the peak of it because the hurricanes usually come in the beginning of September, right in those couple of that week or 10 days or so. Uh, you can look at a chart. You can look it up somewhere. So be prepared now. Look what's happening to San Diego and L.A. They're getting hit with a Cat 4. I don't know where it is right now, but it was this morning as I was watching a little bit of it. And so <clears throat> they had four days to prepare. So make sure you are somewhat prepared because there's nothing worse than going to the grocery store and fighting over a can of Vienna sausages. It just doesn't make sense. Don't do that. Put a little extra food in the house. Do what you got to do. Yes, I know it's expensive, but <laughs> you can still eat it. Just get through hurricane season, then eat it up. Or you can give it away to the food pantry, but uh, make sure you do that and everything else, batteries and stuff like that. Don't go fighting for it at the end of the day. All right, Do West Foundation Repair will help you right now because right now is a horrible time. Back to the same thing we're talking about is the intensive heat we've had uh, with no rain and no cloud cover because with clouds come rain <laughs> in some cases. And so that hasn't happened yet. So uh, what we're going to do is just watch your soils, watch your foundation. There's not a lot uh, that you probably want to get done right now because school's not starting and all that good stuff. But if you have a foundation problem and you think or you suspect, just call them. It doesn't cost anything. I'm not asking you to write a check right now. I'm asking you to get a, a, an opinion because it could be just drying soils. It could be a root barrier that's needed. It could be just a little watering system right now to save everything if you've noticed some small movement in your house. Cracks above the windows or doors on the sheetrock, some bricks, some doors sticking, a little bit of water. And they'll come out and they'll give you advice on that and how to do it. I think they'll even do it themselves for you if you want to hire them. But right now is preventative maintenance. If you've gotten this far, if you see anything happening, don't ignore it. Catch it early. Man, will you save a lot of money. And Do West Foundation Repair is all about preventative maintenance. Once it goes past that point, they're certainly going to be there for you to get your foundation fixed. And they can fix foundations in the dry time because they have the system that they can water inject and get deep penetration and get down through that hard crust not other co other companies really can't do that. They can drill some holes, but that's not how you should be fixing your foundation. It should be a press pile system, creating a point load on those things down on good quality soil, depending on the load. So do West doesn't cost anything to call them out and have them take a look at it. But right now, preventative maintenance, they want me to harp on that. And I want to harp on it with you because I know firsthand that maintenance is cheaper than fixing and buying new all the time maintain it it'll last a lot longer you'll be a lot better off when it comes to your pocketbook do west foundation repair if you suspect you have any problems give them a call at 713-473-7156 
measure equal parts of hydrophosphorus with an alkaline balancer. Gardening doesn't have to be dull or difficult. This is a call in and chat with we us. We believe gardening your- should be fun. Or just listen to us chat. <laughs> Welcome to Home Show Garden Pros, making gardening fun again. Saturday morning, 7 till 9. I want to get my butterfly garden going again. We answer other things that you could look Advice and tips that put easy and fun into your lawn and landscaping. Getting a little crazy in here. Saturday mornings on Sports Radio 610 and online anytime at homeshowgardenpros.com. Home Show Radio will be right back.